the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money investing and more one of the things I like talking about is retirement because it's coming up for all of us at some point in time as is death as is taxes so some of us will work till the day we die so maybe you don't retire but isn't the goal to retire to not work till the day you die that's the thought Tiger Woods has said that he wants to come back uh, in October he doesn't want to retire so you see retirement everywhere in the news all the time. And how do you get to retirement? How do you pay yourself in retirement? That's a tricky one. Uh, I'm a high earner, so I'm going to get a better Social Security check than you because I've put in more money than you. That's nice. Uh, Social Security typically ranges from about $1,000 a month to about $3,000 a month um, in that range, but it's also taxed. So could I live off $36,000 a year? No way. Uh, not the lifestyle that I want. Now, I could do it if I had to. I might have to move to Tonga. I might have to pillage through garbage cans and pull out, you know, recyclables. And then go trade them in for extra income. Which, I don't disparage. I'll be honest with you. If someone wants to go through trash cans and pull out glass, I think that's a great thing because we shouldn't be throwing glass away. Um, and if someone wants to go through and pull out cans, I think that's a great thing because we shouldn't be throwing cans away. I think those should be jobs. I know it sounds ludicrous, but I think those should be jobs. Uh, are they? Is it heartwarming? No. But when you've got people that need money, I, I think you do what you have to do. So retirement's coming, whether I like it and or not. Uh, I'm going to be doing a retirement seminar this weekend on how to create enough wealth to get you there, how to create income in retirement, how to manage your retirement wealth and your uh, savings. CFP Chad Burton will be joining me in San Rafael. You can sign up for the event at the Four Points by Sheraton from 9 to noon. Uh, 
at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. So another thought, and if you need free access, it's $5. But if you need free access, it's just type in the code retire123. Last time I get to Marin, and I'm still trying to figure out where I do my November or December seminar. I'm thinking about East Bay and or San Jose. You tell me which is best for you. And do you want it on a Saturday and or not? You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. The realities of early retirement mean that it isn't right for everyone. When you think about early retirement, you might get a dreamy, dreamy faraway look and be thrilled. When I was 18, my goal was to retire by the time I hit um, 35, 36. I wanted a million dollars. And a million dollars can get you quite far, uh, depending on where you live. When I was 18, a million dollars would have got me quite far, but a million dollars today, where I live now and my lifestyle, <clears throat> with family and everything, it's not a much money. I need you know, four to eight million dollars. So you can look at your cash and you can look at your investments. I think that helps. I think you want to start you know, downsizing sooner rather than later in life. I think you want to cut expenses. I think you want to use smart investing strategies. Um, I think you need to calculate what you think you're going to need in retirement and then add more to it. Um, put as much money away for savings as you can every month. So establish a specific monthly savings goal, um, making it easier to cut costs. So that's what I do. So I automatically save 15% of my salary, but I want to save more, whether it be credit card rewards whether it be cash back from credit cards. I want to save as much as I can. So that's out there in my head. Now, a lot of Americans, this is crazy, they pay for their kids' college with their retirement savings. So nearly a third of parents admit that they've made risky choice of tapping their 401k plan for their kids' college. So, and I'm telling you, do it the other way around. Max out your 401k, then save for your kids' college, not use your 401k eventually for your kids' college. I'd rather you take out debt. I'd rather they take out debt. Um, but that's a whole other, you know, I guess, argument. Uh, if I could use that without getting too many people too upset at me. So do I want to retire early? I don't. Um, I don't want to take my foot off the gas until I know that I have exactly what I want. Uh, the reality is that early retirement's not for everyone. Early retirement's a difficult goal to achieve. And it may not make you happy in the long run. So I get a lot of value out of helping people. Um, now, a boost in leisure time earlier in your life is a major bonus of early retirement for sure. You'll have more years to enjoy retirement and tackle all the projects you have always wanted to try. You'll be able to invest in your family and relationships and spend more time with your children and grandchildren, no doubt. You get a lot less stress not working around the clock for an extra 10, 15 years. Uh, will significantly reduce your levels of stress each day, and hopefully, you know, you're not in a rush to get out every morning, you're not in a rush to get traffic every morning. So you don't have to work at all, unless you have to. It's wonderful, but you do have to find health insurance. Early retirees often lose their employer-sponsored health insurance, so that's one of your expenses that you're going to want to get. You're going to have to cover it until you're 65. Um, uh, when you can sign up for Medicare. So, or around that age. Um, boredom could be a horrible thing about early retirement. Relaxing's fun, playing the Xbox is fun, watching your kids go off to school is fun. 
And then you do it again and again and again. And suddenly you're very, very bored. So in retirement, you want to make sure that you have some volunteering uh, lined up. So you don't want boredom to creep into your retirement years. So whether you're uh, volunteering at a hospital and telling people what floor they're supposed to go to, or if you get a job at a Home Depot and welcome people, I I think staying active is good. Um, And don't let yourself get bored too fast, because you eventually will. Um, When you retire early, which is a great concept, like I said, but you can't touch your retirement accounts. You can do something called a 72T, but it's complicated to talk about on radio. The whole idea was that at one point in time, Americans who worked for AT&T were very, very wealthy. And uh, they were forced into retirement. A lot of people were forced into retirement in their 50s, you know, 50s, 55. And we didn't have a way for them to tap into their retirement plan. So the IRS came in up with an idea called 72T, which basically takes your life longevity and your life expectancy. And it starts figuring out the mathematical formula for you to draw off your retirement at an earlier age. I don't recommend it for most people. Um, consider cutting back your hours if you want to retire early, but stay working so you're not going cold turkey into it. Uh, part-time retirement into full-time retirement is probably a lot smoother and easier for most people. Um, and I know everyone has this concept of wanting to retire. I wanted to retire at 35 and sell oranges on the beach. I had this idea that I'd be marrying like a 28-year-old woman and mar- selling oranges on the beach and we'd be- make love and uh, we'd sit under palm trees and go find some oranges and we'd sell more oranges on the beach and it was going to be the best retirement from age 35 to at the time I die, but they probably have skin cancer. But then I, realistically, that just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> but it was a great dream at age 18. It kind of got me thinking how much money I needed. Uh, I wanted $1 million. Now I want more than that. I need more than that. Four points by Sheraton San Rafael this weekend, Saturday from 9 to noon. Registration is open right now. You can sign up. Your retirement needs a plan. So go to robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Free entry code is retire123. AM 1220, KDOW. Retirement needs a plan. It's hard to know where to begin. But focusing on just a few essential issues will increase your chances of enjoying a secure future. On Saturday, September 10th, learn winning strategies from two of the Bay Area's leading financial experts when Rob Black and certified financial planner Chad Burton present a special wealth management and retirement event in Marin. Retirement and wealth planning has become more complicated than ever, but at this event, Chad Burton will break it down for you and provide sensible solutions for reaching your retirement goals. Rob Black will give you an in-depth look at dividend stocks and outline his 20 steps to financial freedom. Plus, attorney and well-known author Michelle Lerman will explain how to update your estate plan for 2016. Don't miss this special retirement and wealth planning event in Marin with Chad Burton and Rob Black, 9 to noon on Saturday, September 10th at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Black now. 
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing in more. I do have that event coming up in San Rafael this Saturday. I'm taking off a couple other duties to, to come out and meet you. So hopefully you'll take off and come see me. Four Points for Sheraton, San Rafael, in San Rafael. Saturday, September 10th from 9 to noon. Talk about some dividend stocks, some dividend stock ideas. Talk about creating wealth and kind of having a checklist of where you should be. Um, as well as a checklist of what you need to accomplish to be wealthy. Chad will talk a lot of retirement wealth planning. Uh, this will be uh, September 10th, September 10th in San Rafael. Um, you can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. If you need, it's five bucks. All that goes to charity. But if you don't want to throw down five bucks for charity, it's uh, free entry. Sign up under the password retire123, retire123. So the ISM non-manufacturing report was released yesterday. It wasn't very good. The stock market went higher. And that's that, right? <laughs> Bad news is good news when it keeps the Fed from raising interest rates. So it's like pudding. I love pudding, right? But it's not good for you. But it, you still eat pudding. The dollar tank, the two-year note rallied, the utility sector outperformed, the financial sector underperformed. Probability of rate hike in September was reduced yet again from 21% on Friday down to 15% yesterday. So San Francisco Fed President Williams, not a voter, tried to make a case for why rate hike in September could still happen, why he thinks rates should at least go up sooner rather than later. Basically telling the markets, we're going to raise rates sometime soon. Whether it's September or December, it's soon. And no one's really buying it, but they have to chatter about it because if they do do it, you don't want the market totally surprised by it. Um, Chipotle Mexican Grills higher after disclosure that Bill Ackman's Persian Square took a 9.9% stake in the company. Plans to hold discussions with management in the coming days. The big thought there, well, I'll get to that in a minute, um, and I think the stock has upside. So that's actually, I think, a very good time to be picking up Chipotle. I think uh, Ackman did a nice job. So Western Digital up. So they make hard drives, but they also do a lot of flash and other products at this point in time. So they bought SanDisk a couple years ago. Um, better than expected product makes push them higher. So it's nice to see a computer component maker move higher. So the weekly mortgage applications report showed a nine-tenth of 1% jump in applications from the prior week. The jolts, the job opening report for July is going to be released at uh, right about now. So the report's known to be a favorite for Fed Chairman Janet Yellen, but since the market just caught a glimpse of the August employment report uh, last Friday, it's doubtful that the jolts report will provide any real jolt for the market, right? So let's take a quick look, see if I can't find that one. Don't forget to see me Saturday in San Rafael. Um, let's see. Job opening soared to all-time high of 5.9 million in July. So there's plenty of jobs out there. The Labor Department's job openings and labor turnover survey showed 5.87 million job openings all-time high. 
So the number of people quitting jobs voluntarily was flat at about 2.98 million. I think we have a phone call. Let's see who's on the line. It's Eric in San Jose. Eric. Hi, how are you? I'm well. What's up? Well, I was calling to see if there's a benefit to paying off your mortgage versus the tax write-off of having a mortgage. Um, are you wealthy? I'm sorry, what? Are you wealthy? Am I wealthy? No. Do I have a rental property I could sell and pay off my mortgage? Yes. Okay. I would not pay off a mortgage. Um, okay. let me, I'll, I'll talk because I'm getting some feedback from you. Um... I would not pay off a mortgage. Uh, I think there's a lot of great reasons to carry a mortgage. Um, let's say you pay off a mortgage with cash. You've now moved the money from your le- side of the ledger to the banks. Um, the risk now moves from the bank to you. You're an earthquake away from finding out that you're not going to get made whole. A lot of people misunderstand or misrepresent the benefits of mortgages, and they give you the key points wrong. Um, your mortgage doesn't affect your home's value in any way, shape, or form. Um, you're buying your home because you think it'll rise in value over time, and if you didn't think that, you probably wouldn't buy it. A mortgage won't stop you from building equity in the house. Everyone wants to build equity. It's the main financial reason for owning a house. You pay yourself rent. Um, Mortgages are not bad. Uh, right now, your mortgage is probably somewhere in the three and a half to four and a half percent raise range. If it's at five, six, seven, I'd refinance. But I wouldn't pay it off. I would send the money uh, that you want to pay it off into investments for the long-term patient side of your um, time frame of your assets that you're accumulating. So, say you buy a house for well, a mortgage. Like I said, it's not going to stop you from building equity in any way, shape, or form. Uh, In fact, what you'll find is that the additional equity from paying the mortgage off isn't equal to the additional equity from the increase in the home value plus as well as setting that money aside. If you had bought a house 40 years ago, um, and this was between 1970 and 2010, um, and you put $10,000 into the house as a down payment, and you put $10,000 into the stock market. Uh, in cities like New York, San Francisco, um, Los Angeles, and Chicago, you ended up with over 400% higher returns in the stock market. Uh, a mortgage is cheap money, and a mortgage interest is tax deductible. Mortgage interest is tax favorable. Um, that's worthy of note. Um, so throwing that out there as far as your net cost and your net profit, mortgage payments get easier over time. So hopefully your mortgage is stressful now instead of paying it off. Keep that money in some sort of safe investment, and if you lose your job, you always have it to pay the mortgage. Uh, but if you pay it down and you lose your job and you don't have that nest egg to go to, um, mortgage payments get easier over time, so over the next 30 years, hopefully you get a 3% raise each year. And that's what's funny. Like, your dad was like, oh, when I bought my house 30, 40 years ago, me and your mama were paying, you know, $300 a month, and we couldn't afford it. Um, we were earning $3,000 a year and paying $300 a month. Like, okay, dad, I get it. Um, and now the house is worth, you know, oodles of money. 
but when you start, it's typically tough. I like having a mortgage because every 10 years I take money out and I buy another property. So I refi. It's like selling without having to sell. I think only fools pay off their mortgage. And if you need more evidence of that, let me know. Drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. Um, but again, if you're poor or you're wealthy, pay it off. Otherwise, if you're still accumulating wealth, don't do it. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Come to the seminar. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Tesla's in the news again for a fatal Model S crash that occurred in the Netherlands. 53-year-old driver died when his Model S left the road and hit a tree at high speed. Car caught on fire and firefighters had difficulty extinguishing the flames. Technical, technical personnel, technical personnel on the scene, um, trying to you know get the pe- not get the people out, but put the, get the fire down. Um, it was pretty brutal. Car burned pretty bad. So uh, unclear at this time whether autopilot a pilot was activated when the accident occurred and or not. So they continue to kind of tinker with that. Um, in the news, so that's out there. Apple's releasing the iPhone today, but more importantly, well, not more importantly, they're also releasing the uh, a new watch. That's pretty much so expected, and they need to. Sales of their watch are down about 56% in the last quarter. So they're going to do that. That's to be expected. So sales dropping 56%. You know, you're still talking about pretty good. Apple sold. Uh, 3.6 million Apple Watches in the second quarter last year. So that's not bad. And 3.6 million, and you start factoring in how much that costs, and you can see that it's doing well. Now, is it the end-all, be-all Dick Tracy watch? No. Um, but uh, their share, their, their market share is continuing to grow in the fitness area. It's expected the new watch will have a GPS chip, which enables better fitness tracking for runners, a faster processor, better battery life, and operating system three for watch, a revamp and improvement to the original watch software. Um, Still, I'm not... I got a Fitbit a couple years ago and used it and counted my steps and just got to the point where I'm like, no, it's no longer fun charging it, putting it on... Am I at 9,990 steps cheat for the last 10 and move my arm back and forth? You get the idea. Let's talk a little real estate with Tony Mendez. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Morning, Rob. So the jobs report has to be pretty encouraging to you. People have jobs. People, you know, um, as they get older, they make a baby and as well, they fall in love and make a spouse and they make a baby and then they need more space and... They want to move to better neighborhoods. That's encouraging for you because when we don't have jobs, we get depressed and 
that's that's actually kind of an interesting time because that's when the younger women start looking at the older women, <laughs> men who have jobs. Yeah. I've noticed that in the past, but yeah, sugar mama. Is that what you're talking about? No, we don't have to go there. But go ahead. How's business these days? Good. You know, when you see the jobs report, it's it, you know it's something that we definitely keep an eye on because uh, I think the first and immediate impact would be a rate hike possibly coming up in December. I think that's what we're going to hear Yellen talk about, and that's what the first thing that we see. And, and that's going to immediate effect to people who have equity lines and anything that's tied to uh, the prime rate. Uh, and, it, you know, with the yield, you just talked about how the yield is down 1.48, I think you said. That's down from last week, and it's encouraging to see probably push interest rates a little bit lower, Rob. So. Yes. We might see next week's Freddie Mac survey hit all-time lows uh, based on some of this news. So sometimes when the markets do what they're doing, we get a flat retail sales, and they kind of panic a little bit. And then we have weak um, you know, economies overseas. The 10-year yield in U.K., that hit record lows. In Germany, it's near record lows. That's pushing a lot of uh, assets in the United States for safer and uh, and higher returns, and that's going to drop the yields down, and it's helping people buy houses in affordability. So good jobs numbers equals more demand for houses. Home prices can continue going up um, in, in, in respect to the income levels. Uh, that's something that we haven't seen really go up is, is wages, and wages determine home prices. We talked last week about how the median home price in San Mateo, for example, is about where the median income can afford on a dual income. But in Alameda County, it's still got about $150,000 to go. So where are the opportunities for people? Can the home prices continue going up in the places that are already pushing and tapping out that, that max level? So wages and, and jobs um, kind of go hand in hand. I like jobs, but I like wages more. I hear you on that. So... um your show last night, how was the uh, interest in it? You do a show here on KDOW? Thursday nights. Gordon yep. Hines? Gordon is our, our new partner, yeah. How'd it go? Oh, it's uh, Gordon's a great uh, co-host. Um, I've, I've been doing it about five years. Uh, in fact, this is our sixth year starting up in a couple weeks. So we're pretty excited. You know, real estate's, it was really exciting, you know, when there was a lot of activity. It's hard to say it's a hot, hot, hot market right now, which most realtors will say. And that's just because houses, when they hit the market, they sell really fast, but there's not a lot of volume and there's not a lot of opportunities for first time home buyers and repeat buyers, um, with the selection that's out there. So it depends on wh- which way you look at it, but we've had a, a good opportunity to present new products that have come on the market, new guidelines. Um, really keep people interested in, in buying real estate and what it means to them as far as how, how it fits into their portfolio and their retirement plan. Um, I think people are still really excited here in the Bay Area about real estate, and uh, the show fits into it perfectly. So I called your show last night because I saw a letter of resignation from the Palo Alto Planning and Transportation Commission, and I thought it was an interesting read, and if anyone wants a copy of it, they can drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com, and uh, we all know Palo Alto was one of the first area codes in the United States that had all million dollar listings or a million dollar listing, uh, all million dollar listings. And this letter serves as my official resignation from the Planning and Transportation Commission. My family has decided to move to Santa Cruz. After many years of trying to make it work in Palo Alto, my husband and I cannot see a way to stay in Palo Alto and raise a family here. We rent our current home with another couple for $6,200 a month. If we wanted to buy the same home and share it with children and not roommates, it would cost us $2.7 million. Our monthly payment would be $12,177 a month. 
That's $146,127 per year in entire professional's income before taxes. This is unaffordable even for an attorney and a software engineer. So she's an attorney and her husband's a software engineer. And she's sharing a house with another couple, not having kids, because where would they go? $6,200 a month. Um, and you're sharing a house. $2.7 million home is what it would be worth, even though it's probably about 2,000 square feet. Yeah. Um, pretty humbling stuff. So um, This could be the, the origins of a Prop 13 um, repeal. And when you think about it, you, you have a, a – the, the house is probably renting – uh, maybe the owners own, had it for many, many, many years, not paying a lot of money on taxes. Uh, and and then there's tons of other people that are doing the same thing, Rob, and not really generating the incomes for the city to be able to afford to pay this person enough. The letter further goes on and says, it's clear that if professionals like me cannot raise a family here, then our teachers, our first responders, our service workers are all in dire straits. We already see openings in our police department that, that can't be filled, numerous teacher contracts that we can't renew because of the house, cost of housing is astronomical not just in Palo Alto, but many miles in each direction. Um, I've repeatedly made recommendations to council to expand the housing supply in Palo Alto so that together we are, uh, with our neighboring cities who are already adding houses, we can start to make a dent in the jobs housing imbalance. Things like allowing two floors of housing instead of one in mixed-use developments, enforcing minimum density requirements so that developers build apartments instead of penthouses, legalizing duplexes, easing restrictions on granny units, leveraging the residential parking permit program to experiment with housing for people who don't want or need two cars, allowing single-uses areas like Stanford shopping centers to add housing on top of shops would go a long way in adding desperately needed housing. Um, so it just, this is a scathing letter. It's scathing on housing. And again, it's picking, obviously, the hottest, sexiest neighborhood you can in Palo Alto. In the nation, is- practically which has got to be the epicenter of all housing problems. Um, and it ends with, if things keep going this way, yes, Palo Alto streets will look just like they did decades ago, but its inhabitants' spirit and sense of community will be unrecognizable. That's where I don't care about it. When we start going, oh, we're sending the poor artist out. Oh, we're sending poor people out. My child will never see a poor person. Um, but it's pretty scathing when you say a software engineer and an attorney can't afford a house. So is this the the start of the bubble? Is this the bubble starting to pop? No, I don't think so at all. I don't think so either. That's the sad part. I, I think that he wants to write a letter, and um, and he can write a letter that's public, um, and it's going to get a lot of attention. But I, I can't imagine much is going to get done about that when there are people who can afford to live where they live. There's laws that protect people who can t- that own their property. Prop 13 is one of them. Then there's child to ch- parent, parent-to-child transfers that can continue to keep that tax basis in the family. It's going to keep going on and on and on. Um, and then the rules about housing. You can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And you can find me at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Volkswagen in, is in talks to make electric cars in China. That's good. They're trying to resolve and move past their emissions cheating scandal. Americans are driving a lot. New record in gasoline consumption, 406 million gallons of gasoline per day on average in June. That's according to the Energy Information Administration, the EIA. Car loans now top $1 trillion in... Woo! $1 trillion in American car loans. Uh, delinquency rates are rising on 30- and 60-day delinquency rates. Uh, more consumers are also turning towards leases, which account for 31.44% of all new cars. 
Um, I don't look at that as good news. I look at that as very, very pending bad news. It's not here yet. Don't forget, i got a retirement wealth planning seminar. You can sign up for it at the Four Points by Sheraton in San Rafael this Saturday from 9 to noon. Retirement needs a plan. You can start taking those steps to retirement by going to robblackshow.com and signing up for the event this Saturday at the Four Points by Sheraton. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I do have that event coming up this weekend that I want to remind you of. Um, it's the last time I'll get to run this year, or the only time. And at some point in time, when radio and TV are finished, and uh, I commit to no more seminars, it'll be the last time I do it, kind of thing. Uh, I've cut my seminars down enormously. I used to do four in a weekend. Holy mackerel, that was crazy. Uh, a wealth and... Uh, Money 101 on Saturday, then a Wealth and Money 101 on Sunday in two different cities. And I've been slowly cutting back. And every year I do fewer and fewer. So this year just got to San Rafael once. Uh, you can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. It's Rob Black Show. Free entry code is retire123. Um, it's a good event. Nine to noon. All about retirement. All about wealth creation, wealth preservation, and much, much more. So top headlines today include Americans are driving to a new record in gasoline consumption. That's good for economic activity. Um, car loans now top $1 trillion as delinquency rates rise. Americans are borrowing more than ever for new and used vehicles. Plus, the amount of leases are going higher and higher, so we're not owning our cars. Um, the average new car loan, about $30,000, about $29,880. That's up 4.8% from the second quarter of last year. Um... And it's about 4% less than the average new vehicle selling price. Apartment renters aren't moving. They're staying put in record numbers. The share of renters opting to renew their leases hit all-time highs of 53.8% through the first seven months of the year, up from 52.9% in 2015. A more typical 45% of renters renewed their leases annually in the mid-2000s. Apple needs a new watch because um, it's expensive, and the sales are dropping pretty aggressively. So they're going to unveil one today. Uh, the iPhone, I can't get terribly excited about. With that said, I can tell you that history says that there'll be a little bit of a pop today. And then it'll start moving up a little bit higher when they announce the first weekend of sales. And then at the end of the quarter, the end of the fourth quarter, um, it'll probably hit its peak for the year in the holiday Apple's doing something a little bit tricky. They're giving themselves an extra week of sales this year, this quarter. Um, and that should help juice the numbers a little bit to the upside. 
So history says that they don't really have to innovate. They really haven't innovated since the iPhone 4. Um, and no one's really expecting a lot other than the different headphone jack, which is going to be interesting. Maybe a slightly bigger screen because they're uh, not bigger phone, but bigger screen. If you take a look at your screen right now, your phone, you'll see that there's a lot of black spaces that don't light up. Uh, they'll probably edge those in a little bit higher and a little bit wider. Um, so that's what to expect from that. So South Korean shippers' bankruptcy crisis could affect U.S. holiday sales. This could be a negative for coming down the road. Troubled South Korean firm Hanjin Shipping has been granted temporary bankruptcy protection in the United States. Uh, they're the world's seventh largest ocean shipper. They filed for bankruptcy in South Korea last week and is seeking similar protections in dozens of countries global, uh, globally to prevent seizures of ships and cargoes. Uh, that's pretty fascinating, right? When a shipper goes bankrupt, where are their assets? They're on the water. So let's go get them. Let's go get them, boys. So Wall Street wants Whole Foods to stick with the quinoa crowd and not continue to expand into markets um, that are outside their profit, their strongest profit areas. Now, one positive and one negative is if they do continue to expand, uh, they'll be an acquisition candidate. One negative is that, again, their profit margins don't do quite as well when they do tend to expand and they compete with the uh, established players. And the established players would be companies like um, Albertsons, which are a lot more discount-oriented, per se, than Whole Foods. So what does Whole Foods do to compete? They discount. And Wall Street doesn't like that. Um at a time when Whole Foods is losing shoppers to likes naturally like Kroger and Trader Joe's and Walmart, as those chains crowd into the organic food business, Whole Foods helped create that whole business model. Um, they're trying to get into new uh, neighborhoods. So once they focused on wealthy urbanites uh, who could afford, you know, thirty bucks for a pound of fillet, uh, but when you start getting into more normal neighborhoods. Uh, not Pacific Heights, California. That's when you start getting into the trouble of you're going to have to discount. So um, so that's the big Wall Street story on uh, Whole Foods Day. Whole Foods down 6% today. Um, research suggests out there that women are asking for raises, but men get them more. I hate stories like that, don't you? Uh, like, Can't we just live in a, in a world where gender doesn't really matter? I was reading a stupid article, and trust me, it was a stupid article, about how uh, American Indians used to have five genders, they thought. Um, and if you had kind of a feminine body and you were a man, you were considered almost, you know, ideal. So, <laughs> big fleshy uh, curves on a man. That's the easiest way of not getting into trouble. Because you could see the world as both a woman and a man. Um, yeah, it's just a shame that women can't get the same pay as men can consistently. It doesn't make any sense at all. So, um, elsewhere out there, let's see, apartment renters are not moving. Uh, they're staying put. So, in a large number, the renewal rate has risen steadily since 2010, partly because fewer renters are buying homes. Um, I don't like that story because, in the end, you do want to own a home and you don't want to rent forever if you're going to be in one area, but when you're young and moving around, you definitely want to be a renter. Um, but pe this is suggesting that people can't afford homes. So affordability is a big issue. 
You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Don't forget Big Event this weekend at the Four Points by Sheraton in San Rafael from 9 to noon, September 10th. Um, you can sign up for it at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.